Clear is a faster way into Capital One Arena. Download the free Clear app to beat the crowds on game day. Enter through the Clear Lane at the 7th and G Street entrance across from Clyde's. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. The Capitals part ways with head coach Peter Laviolette. General Manager Brian McClellan addresses the media, and the Stanley Cup playoffs get started tonight with four games. Good morning, everybody. Today is Monday, April 17th. Welcome to Caps This Morning here on Caps Radio 24-7, presented by Clear, the faster way into Capital One Arena. It didn't even take 24 hours after the final horn Thursday night for off-season Capitals news to break. The team announced late Friday afternoon that they had mutually parted ways with head coach Peter Laviolette. With a contract due to expire on June 30th, the 19th head coach in franchise history departs after three seasons with a record of 115 wins, 78 losses in regulation, and 27 more beyond 60 minutes. That dates back to 2020. There's a number of ways that you can look at Laviolette's tenure. It wasn't all positive, but without question, history will remember his time with the Capitals as a pretty large streak of bad luck. Before he even coached his first game with the team, he lost Hall of Famer-to-be Hendrik Lundqvist to a heart ailment. He had to navigate two seasons marred by COVID and the pandemic, a third season with nearly 450 man games lost to injury, a Tom Wilson torn ACL at the start of a playoff series last season, a Nick Backstrom nowhere near his former self the last two years, Alex Ovechkin's father passing and missing time during the stretch run this season, and a defensive core shattered by the long-term loss of John Carlson back in December. There were times you had to wonder if his path was crossed with a black cat, or perhaps he was cursed in some other way during his time here. Misfortune will almost certainly define his time with us when this period is looked back on years from now. But when seemingly everyone was injured this season, there were healthy players in the lineup that LaViolette just couldn't seem to find the right buttons to push to get them going. A head coach has to find the way to get the most out of his lineup, and certainly some of that burden has to fall on the individual player as well. But in the case of Anthony Mantha, it was a lost year. He was a shell of himself again this season, healthy scratched multiple times by LaViolette to little effect. Evgeny Kuznetsov regressed from the season before, scoring very little in the way of goals, and was taken off the first power play by the head coach for most of the second half of the season. And Kuznetsov rarely played with Ovechkin in the last three months, and at times wasn't even in the team's top six forwards. Again, to little effect. These two must be examined when evaluating LaViolette's time in Washington. Following the parting of ways with a head coach, General Manager Brian McClellan met the media to discuss that in a wide variety of topics, saying he'd like to find a way to improve the team's top six forwards this offseason, either via trade or free agency. But in regard to the coaching staff, where does the team go from here? We'll see how the how it shakes out here. We'll start looking at names and with our group talk about different coaches that people know and traits they have and you know maybe we have to wait to talk to some assistant coaches that we think are candidates so we'll see how it goes and might he be open to a younger up-and-coming candidate rather than a coach with an established nhl coaching record yeah i think i think we're more open i think it's you know our group's changing we got we're trying to 
get younger. We brought in some younger players. It's going to be different in that, you know, you want a coach that can work with young guys, and you, we're going to have a veteran group at the top that, you know, kind of needs a veteran coach. So it's going to be challenging to find the right guy for that. Probably a combination of, you know, what we've had would be the ideal candidate. I don't know that we can find it, but uh, we'll do the best we can. The general manager also commented on the aforementioned Anthony Mantha and Evgeny Kuznetsov. First here on Mantha and his thoughts on his season overall. I think he, he had periods where I thought he found his game and was competing hard. And then, you know, near the end, I don't think he was a confident player and playing at his highest level. And his thoughts on Kuznetsov's season. Probably disappointed in it. You know, I think it wasn't as good as last year. I liked his season last year. He played well. You know, for whatever reason, he never quite found his game. I mean, there were stretches where I thought he played well, but overall, I think he um, underperformed the season he had last year. The general manager also acknowledged the challenge and the balancing act this summer of keeping the core together while at the same time looking to the future and pivoting to what's next. Yeah, it's it's um, trying to stay competitive while getting younger. It's, it's going to be challenging, yes. But that's the stage we're at. That's the decision we've made. You know, we want to finish out a couple careers of important players in our organization, and we want to stay competitive, but we also want to get younger. So it's, it's a challenging position to have all three of those things, but we're going to try it. And finally, on Nicholas Backstrom, who showed so much courage in even returning to the ice this season, but he wasn't able to ramp it up as much as the club would have liked. That's a major surgery. I think it's frustrating in that I don't know that it, how much better does it get because I, don't, I haven't seen any other players do it and recover and get back to the level that they thought they were at before. I mean, I don't know where that ends up with the off-season training, but it's... Um, I mean, he's going to have to make a decision on his career where he thinks he's at. Backstrom also talked on breakdown day, saying the team needs to play faster next season. I think every, everything can improve. I mean, I think uh, I think the game is changing a little bit too. I mean, it's it's a lot faster than than before, and and it's so important with puck movement. I think today is hockey, so uh, that's probably an area that we improve on and and make sure we get better. Tom Wilson also speaking to reporters over the weekend, saying the team needs to get back to a standard not enjoyed this season for various reasons, but the off season from number 43's perspective, a big one this summer. You know, there's a lot of every off season, especially with an organization like this, where you expect to win, you yeah. want to win, and every decision that happens is extremely important. So, you know, there's going to be there's going to be an element of you know, having to get back to the drawing board a little bit. And as a player, whoever comes in, whatever coach comes in or whatever staff comes in, you know, we have a responsibility to do our job and get it done and get get this ship back to the, the playoffs and where we want to be. Anything less of that is, isn't uh, isn't acceptable as, as everyone here. It's, I mean, it's a culture we've kind of built here over the last decade or so that, you know, we want to win. Getting back to things on the ice, the Stanley Cup playoffs get started tonight with four games on the schedule, starting at 7 o'clock in North Carolina. It's the New York Islanders and the Carolina Hurricanes in Game 1 of their first-round matchup. The Isles getting into the field of 16 as the first wild card in the East. Carolina, the number 2 seed, 
and Metropolitan Division champs. You can see that game tonight on ESPN2. The Florida Panthers, who last spring faced the Capitals in a one-versus-eight matchup, they're in one again. But this time, they're the eight, fighting their way back into the playoff picture in the second half. Boston is the President's Trophy winner and number one overall seed. That series getting started at TD Garden tonight at 7.30 on ESPN. Two late games tonight in the Western Conference. The Minnesota Wild are the three seed out of the Central Division. They face number two seed Dallas in game one tonight at American Airlines Center at 9.30 Eastern. And that can be seen on ESPN2. And finally tonight, Connor McDavid and the Edmonton Oilers play host to the LA Kings in a 2-3 matchup in the Pacific Division. Puck drop at 10 o'clock on ESPN. As news breaks, we'll be here to tell you about it. Don't forget Hershey getting started next week in the Calder Cup playoffs. And good luck this morning to Washington's ECHL affiliate, the South Carolina Stingrays. They get started in the Kelly Cup playoffs. The Rays get going Saturday in postseason play. All Hershey games can be heard right here on Caps Radio 24-7 throughout the Calder Cup playoffs and all Stingrays games too when they don't conflict with the Bears. Enjoy the start of the playoffs tonight, everybody. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com. Or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.